From the Hinsler Financial Studio, this is Cobb Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. Been a while since we've said it, but this is Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen. He's John Bednarowski, and we are here with the first edition of 2023 of Cobb Football Friday. And John, it seems like we just did this. Actually, no. There's been a long offseason that took place, but obviously you have emerged from the cave and the kickoff 23 preview issue hit the streets a couple of days ago. Lots to talk about as we get ready for a 2023 season. Good to see you, man. It's been a minute. You know, it seems like it's been a minute, but I'll tell you what, those minutes seem to get shorter and shorter. Not that I'm not happy to see you, (laughs) but it seems when we do the high school football preview issue known as kickoff 23, It seemed like I just put kickoff 22 to bed, and here we are starting it again, and it's another issue that we're proud of. So I'm hoping everybody has either already picked one up or can go get one here as the season gets started later on this afternoon. A lot of interesting things in the preview issue, which was released to the public day before yesterday. John, we'll get into these one at a time. Is it East Cobb's time? Well, that is our main feature this year, and I'll tell you what, Walton and Kell are loaded. Walton's got four, five, six, eight, ten, twelve Division I players on their roster. Got a handful of four-star recruits. We've got Kell. Their entire defensive backfield is made up of Division I prospects. And the big question is, quarterback Bryce Clavon, is he going to be here? because he is currently in camp with Team USA and the under-18 baseball team. And if he makes that roster, he may miss the first few games Hmm. of the season. I believe he'd be back in time for region play. But the announcement of that roster comes up on August 25th, and it will be interesting to see if he makes it, because as of right now, He is considered the number one baseball prospect in the state of Georgia. Wow. Well, that'll be something that we'll keep an eye on. Moving forward, Marietta is going to be Cobb's first team with 600 wins. That is, of course, assuming that they win some this year. Well, I'm hoping they can get the (laughs) one that they need. They're coming in with 599. They're going to be the first Cobb team to get there. You know, they've been playing football. The Georgia High School Football Historians Association, which Makes me sound a lot smarter than I I really am. They have them starting football in 1902. So they're going to be the 23rd team in the state of Georgia to reach the 600-win plateau. They do have a little bit of work to do if they plan on catching Valdosta, who has about 935. But they've got a pretty healthy lead on second place McEachern, who comes in, I believe, at like 434. But, you know, that's a heck of a milestone to reach in any program because it is hard to win a football game on a Friday night. This is one that is intriguing. The Dynamite Dozen, it's really more the Dynamite Bakers Dozen, (laughs) 13 players. And you have it noted here, average 3.4 stars per player. Nine of these headed to the Power Five. Let's run through these 13 players quickly, and maybe we add one or two or editorialize here and there. (laughs) Well, Walton has four guys that are going to a Power Five conference. Daniel Calhoun, he moved in from Centennial 
during the offseason. He's going to go to UGA. He's one of those four stars. And he comes in at 6'6", 360. Wow. He is Raider Mountain. (laughs) He's joined by Ashton Woods, who just picked up his fourth star not too long ago. He's a linebacker going to North Carolina. Of course, Jeremy Hiklinski, quarterback, Cobb's leading passer last year. He's headed to Wake Forest. Wendell Gregory, linebacker, uh, another four-star. He's going to South Carolina. And the other member of the Raiders that's on the Dynamite Dozen, they had five this year, is tight end Hunter Teal. He's the only one of that group that's not going to a Power Five. He's going to head to Miami of Ohio. And, you know, Miami of Ohio still turned out a lot of pretty yeah. uh, decent football players. Cradle of NFL. coaches, too. There you go. So uh, I expect big things from him. Kel has a couple of guys. Justin Logan, uh, linebackers, going to Arkansas. Markavius Sabor, he is a defensive back. He's going to Cincinnati. That's right. Cincinnati is now a Power 5 program. Remember, they joined the uh, Big 12 this year. It's hard to keep track of what team's in what conference anymore with all the uh, relocation. Pebblebrook's Dwight Phillips Jr., he runs a 42840, the son of a former Olympic champion. Mm. He's a four-star running back over at Pebblebrook. Of course, a gentleman that you are quite familiar with, David Eziomume, over at North Cobb. He's a four-star running back. I'm really anxious to see what he does this year because he's going to be one of the main focal points. He's a four-star going going to Clemson. And then Daniel James, defensive back, also going to Cincinnati. He's from McEachern. The other gentlemen on the Dynamite Dozen include uh, wide receiver Brady Clues from uh, Harrison. He's going to Memphis. We have Kell quarterback Bryce Clavon, who we mentioned earlier. He's undecided as of right now. Another player from North Cobb, Elijah Lee, defensive back. He's going to Coastal Carolina. It's going to be an interesting season to watch for a whole lot of reasons. And let's move ahead now. A number of guys here in Cobb, John, are making... Their head coaching debuts, certainly with the schools that they're with this coming weekend. What are your thoughts? We'll start with Brad Smith at Alatoona, who takes over for the only coach Alatoona had ever had. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've had this much turnover. We've got six new head coaches in the county this year. And you mentioned Alatoona. Brad Smith comes in from coaching Loganville. They were playoff team. They went 9-2. and two. He's had good success there. I believe that he was up there for about three years. He takes over for Gary Varner, who stepped down. Like you said, Varner was the first and only head coach the program has ever had. There's been major turnover with that coaching roster. New offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, lots of moving pieces. So we will see what impact that has on the program going forward. And then Jeff Phillips takes over at Campbell. Yeah, he was former head coach over at North Springs. He takes over for Howie D. Cristofaro, who's going to be helping out Sean Tom over at Laster this year. Jeff takes over a program that Howie started to get it turned around a little bit, and then they took a step back again last year, won only one ball game. So you know, it's going to be a building process, and Jeff is a seems to be a younger coach that is bringing a new energy to the program, so we'll hopefully we'll see that work out in the long run. And now Michael Woolridge assumes the helm at Pebblebrook. 
Yeah, Michael Woolridge, he comes in, he spent the last couple of years at South Atlanta, where they went 22-3, and had back-to-back state quarterfinal appearances. He's coming up from Class 2A, taking over Pebble Brook. Leroy Hood got them to where they were minutes away from a region championship a couple of years ago. They've got a lot of talent. It's just a matter of getting them all working together at the same time. So they're in a tough region, but I think things are looking up for Pebblebrook. And Kareem Reed takes over what is a storied program at McEacher, and that's going to be an interesting one to watch. I really like this move. Nothing against Franklin Stevens, good guy. For some unknown reason, it just didn't click for him at McEachern the way it has at his other stops. He left to take over his alma mater, and Kareem Reed was a defensive assistant on the roster at the University of Florida. But he's no stranger to high school football in and around the Atlanta Metro. He was at Griffin. He was at Westlake. He won three straight region titles at Westlake before he took over Griffin. So I think he's going to get that program back and running in a hurry. And then let's talk about Walker. A bit of a revolving door, and the latest to walk through it is T.J. Anderson. And you have a note here, John, the fifth head coach in the last four seasons at Walker is Anderson. Yeah, T.J. was on staff last year, so there is a bit of continuity. He takes over for uh, Tom Evangelista, who was there on an interim basis. It was his one year. This is the second year of them playing a non-region schedule. TJ's been working the uh, hallways, trying to recruit some players to come out. The numbers look a little bit better than they have the last couple of years. What he's hoping to do is build the foundation of a program. So when the GHSA realigns later on this fall, hopefully they're in a position to say, yes, we want to get back into region play beginning next year. That'll be an interesting one to watch as the season unfolds as well. Lastly, on the new coaches here in Cobb, Robert Walsh assumes the helm at Whitfield Academy. He had a lot of success as the defensive coordinator down at Savannah Christian. He's coming from a pretty good program. He really likes private school, class A football. He is amped up for this position making some changes. He replaces Coleman Joyner, who got the team into position both of the last couple of years, but just couldn't seem to get over the hump of winning that region title. It's been, I want to say, 15 years since they've done it. It's Mm. their past due for that, and I think Coach Walsh is going to put his stamp on it in a hurry. Definitely a lot of interesting things to watch. Want to remind you that Cobb Football Friday is presented by Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, and we've added Powers Electrical Solutions to that roster this year as well. We greatly appreciate all of them. John and I will step aside and take a break right here. On the other side, we'll delve into the games that are scheduled to take place tonight. It is Cobb Football Friday from the MDJ, and we're back with more of it right after this. Got an electrical project? Powers Electrical Solutions offers a wide range of electrical services, commercial or residential, all over Cobb, Cherokee, Paulding counties, and beyond. Whether it's lighting, electrical upgrades, installations, or repairs, they're the pros to call. Every new service call includes a free safety checkup. Powers Electrical Solutions are the experts for generators, home automation, and outdoor lighting services, too. 
Call 404-645-6843 now to speak with a licensed electrician and ensure your electrical needs are taken care of efficiently and safely. There's a reason they've won four straight Best of Cobb Awards. Call today at 404-645-6843. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. When it comes to solving complex foundation repair challenges, there's only one name you need to know. Engineered Solutions of Georgia, Atlanta's only foundation repair company with licensed engineers on staff. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing exceptional customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for less when you can have the best. Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any foundation repair or waterproofing challenges. Engineered Solutions of Georgia We guarantee a staple dry foundation Residential and commercial Hey, we do it all Dial 678 Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace. But you'll be relying on it soon enough with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Taco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit DacoSystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. And we're back on Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski. That's great to be back with all of you talking ball. Great to be back with John as we get ready for an exciting 2023 season. And John, by the time we release this show to the listener, one game will be in the books already. Yeah, beginning of the season. That means the Corky Kell Classic and the opening day of that, Pitts Parkview at Kell. So that'll be one that will have been played by the time that this show releases to the public. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Again, we mentioned in the first part of the show, was Bryce Clavon going to be there? I don't think he was planning on being there on Wednesday. I believe Kamari Nix might have filled in at quarterback. So we'll see where Kell goes from there. By the way, it's always been the Corky Kell Classic. Now it's the Corky Kell Dave Hunter hmm. Classic. Dave Hunter, the longtime coach and athletic director over at Brookwood, he helped Corky Kell and Jimmy Dorsey down at McEachern get this game started. He's been the executive director of the uh, Corky Kell Classic for decades now. It was a nice honor earlier this spring that they added his name to the Classic, and I think it was well-deserved. All right, well, let's run through the list of games here for week one of the 2023 season. We talked a little about the Brad Smith era, and it's going to get started with North Paulding calling on Alatoona. Smith gets to have a home game to open his time there. And it's not an easy one. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, Alatoona, I've always said you got to get them early because you can't get them late. 
because they're so well coached and they've run the same system for years and years and years and years. Well, this is going to be the first game where any of these coaches get to see what Alatoon is doing differently. So North Paulding, region champion from a year ago, they're no pushover. And of course, they're just right around the corner from Alatoona. That's arguably one of their biggest rivals. So that's always a fun game to open the season with. And then moving along, Campbell is at Sprayberry. And we talked about the new coaches. This will be Jeff Phillips' debut with the Spartans. Yeah, this game is over at Sprayberry. And Sprayberry's had a lot of really good running backs in the past. Uh, you know, Trey Sermons with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Demarion Owens was a uh, county-leading rusher a couple of years ago. Another guy that is ready to take that helm, his name's Jason Pitts. He's going to be the focal point of that offense, and he is a fun running back to watch. This should be a good test for both teams. And then Harrison is at South Paulding, and Harrison's got some names that you mentioned a little bit earlier. It'll be interesting to see how that one goes as the Hoyas make their 23 debut. Yeah, we've got a couple of seniors in Braylon Ford, quarterback. He was Cobb's second leading passer last year behind Jeremy Eklinski. And his favorite target is Brady Cluse, wide receiver going to Memphis that we talked about. I expect big things from them. You know, you always say you get your biggest jump between game one and game two. I really think that once you go from junior, when you first get that starting position to senior, you really see another big jump. I expect big things out of both of these guys this year. Now we move to a region I'm a little bit more familiar with as Kennesaw Mountain rolls up the road to Rome to take on Creekside. That's an early <laughs> kickoff in the Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic. What are your thoughts on this one? Kennesaw Mountain is coming off its first span of extended success. And unfortunately, they're replacing a lot of guys that helped bring that to them. New quarterback, Cayman Prangley's no longer there. Of course, Connor Liu is going to be an offensive lineman down at Auburn. They do have one weapon that should light up the field. His name's Nalen Scott. He's wide receiver. And this young man played sparingly as a freshman, but he's already got offers from Georgia and a bunch of other Power 5 programs. He is excitement in a bottle. I can't wait to see them unleash them. But I'll tell you what, they got to play Creekside up in Rome. That is not going to be an easy opener for either team. Here is one that are big names from 7A. This is Westlake at North Cobb. These teams played each other a year ago down at Westlake. The Warriors held on in a pretty crazy finish down there at Westlake a year ago, but this one has marquee for week one written kind of all over it. Well, nice thing is North Cobb gets them at home this year. We mentioned David Eziamume, going to be interested to see his expanded role, but one guy you got to have circled is quarterback Nick Grimstead, who took over for Malachi Singleton after he got injured against Buford. Played the last, I believe it was, what, nine games? Yeah. And, you know, he really showed out as a quote-unquote rookie quarterback last year. Another year, bigger, faster, stronger. I've heard nothing but good things coming from his way this summer. It's going to be fun to see how much growth that he's had within that system. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see North Cobb. Anyway, there was so much talk about how many players graduated, but the reality is you do regain or you do get back eight starters on each side of the ball. So whatever drop-off people may or may not have expected, of course, we'll wait and see how that all turns about, but there's still plenty of talent there at North Cobb. How about this one? Osborne trying to duplicate their successes that they rediscovered last year. They travel to take on Woodstock. What are your thoughts on that one? Well, you know, Osborne started the season 5-0, and and then they got into region play, and they didn't have nearly the success that they had. This is another situation where they got competitive with some of the teams in the region. A big step for them would be finally getting a region win, which they haven't had in a number of years. Woodstock is an interesting opener. Now, last year, I want to say they beat them like 41-7, to but Woodstock has a new coach in Dan Devine. He's already got them up and running. They won their scrimmage against Cambridge, which is a pretty good football team, lower classification. So this is going to be one of those games that I'm going to have in the corner of my eye because you want Osborne to be able to continue building on the foundation that they set last year because it would be and continues to be a great story about their revitalization. Going to be fun to watch them this year too. And of course, I'll see them a little bit later in the year in region play. Talked about first-year head coaches. Michael Woolridge makes his debut for Pebble Brook as they host South Gwinnett. Yeah, this is a home game for the Falcons. Of course, Dwight Phillips Jr. is going to get a lot of the attention. First game for Coach. They went up to South Gwinnett last year and should have won that game. It got away from them late. I think they're going to want to get started on the right foot. I expect Phillips to see the ball a lot. And then moving ahead, Centennial is at Wheeler. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, Wheeler's bringing back Josiah Allen, and you're familiar with him, the big running back that they've got. He ran for 1,700 yards in 10 games. So he's not going to catch anybody by surprise (laughs) this year, but I expect him to have another big year. This is a good game to start out with, and I can guarantee you the members of the Wheeler defensive line are happy that they don't have to face Daniel Calhoun in the first game. They're going to get him a little later in the season, but at least they don't have to open up against him. Another one with a new head coach, Whitfield Academy, will have his coaching debut as the head man at Whitfield as they take on and they host Macon County. You know, we've had conversations with Coach Walsh doing football preview issue this year. It sounds like it's going to be fun down there. I like his idea of defense because we asked him you know what is your defensive scheme you know is four three three four four two five what what are you running he says we're just going to run fast to the football (laughs) and it's like okay that works so uh we'll see how that plays out macon county that should be a pretty good ball game that reminds me of the old line from bum phillips as i date myself here where a young aspiring lineman coach you want me to hit my guy with my left shoulder and my right shoulder he says, son i don't care if you hit him with your rear end just hit him hard there you go <laughs> bum phillips was a jewel if you weren't around in those days you missed out let's move to the saturday corky kell dave hunter classic games now at mercedes-benz stadium marietta takes on norcross no the blue devils are going to win this one we know that because they're both blue devils yeah But, you know, there are a lot of people that think this is going to be a big bounce-back year for Marietta. 
Chase McCravey is a senior, returning quarterback. They've got some pieces that are good. Question mark for Marietta the last couple of years has been the offensive line. I still think that that is a question mark until proven otherwise. But, like I said, some of the big-time recruiting folks and that that are predicting big things for uh, Marietta, I'm hopeful because it's always better for the Marietta Daily Journal when Marietta is doing good things. So That's a fair <laughs> point. <laughs> that is a fair point. Moving ahead, McEachern, we've talked a little bit about them. This will be the first game under Kareem Reed as we talk, and they draw a pretty tough assignment as they take on Brookwood in the Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic at the Dome. Well, this is a classic matchup between the first two teams that ever played a game in the Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic. And these are the two programs that have been in the Classic every year since its inception. And I believe we're in the mid 30s somewhere now. So these are the guys that got it started. This is kind of the way it's supposed to be. And McEachern, they had success in their scrimmage against Pebblebrook. I expect Kareem Reed to get the Indians up and running the way that they're supposed to be. This will be a good test to see how much is already sunk in. And then another one, a battle of heavyweights, Walton versus Grayson. That promises to be one worth the price of admission on its own. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I really believe Walton is on a mission because Daniel Bruner, the head coach over there, he gave me a stat earlier this summer. Since he has been the head coach, and this is going to be his seventh or eighth season they've won i want to say he told me they've already won 11 playoff games maybe 14 playoff games something like that in the previous 40 years of the program they had won 11 wow so it's one of those where they are definitely knocking on the door and you look at them they've got as much talent as a Buford, as a Grayson, as a Mill Creek, as anybody has, it's just a matter of getting the ball to bounce the right way for them because they've been close. Hopefully they can get over the top this year. Very familiar with working around a team that fits that description, certainly the last three years. Other games on the schedule, we'll just breeze through these quickly. Hillgrove hosts River Ridge. Etowah is hosting Lassiter. Mount Perrin hosts Midtown. Christian Heritage is at North Cobb Christian. High hopes for them this year. Shambly is at South Cobb. And Cross Keys is at Walker. John, we, of course, are appreciative of all of our presenting sponsors here, that being Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, and Powers Electrical Solutions. And anything in particular that you're looking for, surprises and or locks, that kind of thing that happened this opening weekend as we wrap things up. I'll tell you what, I'm not looking for surprises. I'm not looking for locks. The thing that I like the most, and I believe this is the second year now, Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic, the games that are down at, at Mercedes-Benz, there's only four of them. You know, in the past, they'd always try to get that fifth game in there, and by the time the first game was over, which kicked off at 9 o'clock, we were already behind schedule. Right. This schedule works a lot better. It gets people that are attending the last game, so this will be the Walton fans this year, the opportunity to get home before 2 o'clock in the morning. So. That's what I'm most looking forward to because it's going to be a long day for me down there on Saturday <laughs> and a lot of good football, but I'll sleep well after that four games at the Benz. 
just the start of what promises to be an exciting 2023 season, in particular right here in Cobb County. I'm Brian Giffen. He's John Bednarowski. John, thanks a bunch. We'll look forward to having this fun again every week. Hey, the first one of what we're hoping to be 17. No doubt about that. That'll do it for Cobb Football Friday this week. Stick around. We'll have a final word here on the Marietta Daily Journal podcast right after this timeout. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy, it's what the deal provides for your future. I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. That will wrap up Cobb Football Friday this week. We invite you to join us every week right here for Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski. So long, everybody. You've been listening to Cobb Football Friday, a presentation of the Marietta Daily Journal and the BG Ad Group.